to Noah's window. Today I thought we would jump into 2 Peter chapter 3. That's where we've been reading in the uh, one-year Bible. And, and there's so much in 2 Peter, which I hope everybody will grab your Bible and read 2 Peter. It's really short, but it's just so full of things that relate to today and the world that we live in. And in chapter 3, Peter starts out, starts out talking about uh, people that will scoff at the promise of Jesus coming back. And uh, I just want to kind of highlight this one phrase because I think it's just noteworthy. And it reminds me of so many conversations we've had that you've even referred to in recent weeks in your messages. But verse 5, speaking of those that are scoffing and like, where is, where is Jesus coming? Nothing's ever changing. And Peter says uh, in verse 5, They deliberately forget that God made the heavens long ago by the word of his command. And he brought the earth out from the water and surrounded it with water. And he goes on to talk about that. But I think it's interesting that he uses the phrase, they deliberately forget. And I think that's what is um, it, we see in a lot of scoffers today. They deliberately forget. And like you mentioned in the message this weekend, they ignore everything that they see in God's creation. They ignore who God is and all of his promises. Well, I think they have to ignore it. Because if they gave it attention, it would lead them straight to God. And, of course, they run from God. I love what my friend and, and a guy who was a real influence in my life, Dr. Adrian Rogers, used to say. He said, an atheist can't find God for the same reason a thief can't find a policeman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a really good comparison. So, you know, um, it goes back to really faith is a choice it is and believing is a choice and so for people to reject god they have to deliberately choose well in this specific case peter is saying there will be a space of time before the lord comes back and peter writing it in the first century and we think he died somewhere between 64 and 66 so even though he told the people to be ready for the lord coming back at any time he certainly indicates to the Holy Spirit that it would be a long time before he did return. Mm -hmm. And Peter said that in our day, people would be saying, where is the sign of his coming? And he goes back to the fact that people uh, didn't believe that God was actually going to send the flood. That's a good point. And, and then he also goes on to say, and he's quoted from the Old Testament, that remember that with the Lord, a day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. So yeah. he's making, in other words, God's not on our timetable. No, he's not on anybody's timetable. That's right, because he yeah. created time. Because God created time. God is an eternal being. Yeah. And with God, you know, there is no sense of time. He's just given us time as a measurement. Yeah. Boy, there's so many things we could talk about here because I just I get fascinated when I think about God's promises and I think about time and how we're locked into time, but God is outside of time. Right. And then and yet God works in our lives on time. That's at right. just the right time. Well, you know this last weekend's message, and I keep referring back to it because it was just such a, a joy enjoyment for me as I prepare for it. But over and over the verses that we saw had with it the idea that God has done everything he could so that he could adopt many children. He could bring bring us into his family. So clearly, the reason why God lets a lot of time elapse is he wants more and more children to be in his family. And you think about before Jesus came the first time, because we're coming into the Christmas season, they've been waiting for 4,000 years for him mm -hmm. to come the first time. And so, um, and, and yet, I think you quoted this week in Galatians 4, 4, where yeah. the Bible says, when it was just the right time, God sent his son. So God wasn't delaying in the sense that he was late or that he forgot or that he, it was right on time. It was just the right time, those 4,000 years. 
And so, um, you know, in our lifetime, I mean, think about how many lifetimes came and went yeah. in those 4,000 years. And yet God is still faithful. He still kept his promise. Well, you know, I, the, the, the Bible teacher in me wanted to go off and explain what the fullness of time or just the right yeah. time was. Because you and I both know historically that God chose the time frame for Jesus to be born yeah. uh, because it was the perfect time for the whole world to get the message. There was the Pax Romana, which was the Roman peace. There was basically peace all over the world because Rome, Rome had decreed it so. There were the Roman road system where people could travel from place to place. And the language. The language. There was a universal language. Everyone pretty well spoke Greek. So it was just the right time, not only for the Messiah to come into the world to minister to his own people, but for that gospel to go throughout the world as it did in the first century. And so when Jesus comes back the second time, it will be right. It'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be the fullness of time, yeah. is the old translation. So the same God that created the world, the same God that brought the flood after a hundred and something years after he had declared yeah. it was coming, that same God is the one who's promised that Jesus is coming back. You know, for years I've loved the Odati people song, he, he's an on-time God, yeah. and he is. God always does everything on time. You know, it's seldom early, but never late. Yeah. Exactly. And I hope whatever's going on in your life today, that you will find God, and I know you will, to be right on time. And with that in mind, Mark, would you lead us in the word for today? Father, I'm thinking about a song that uh, my dad taught me to sing when I was a kid. Teach me, Lord, to wait while down on my knees. Lord, that's what we need today. We need to be willing to wait on you, to know that your time is always right. And in the waiting, seek your will and do what you want us to do. So Lord, I pray especially for that person who's prayed and is waiting on an answer. Father, I pray that you will answer that prayer or give them the peace to wait during this season. We love you and thank you for all you are and do for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you have a wonderful today, day today. And we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow here on Noah's I Hello. like that. I hope you have a wonderful today. today. <laughs> we may want to start saying that. Well, have an awesome day. We'll see you soon. God bless.